1: Hello there and welcome to the Z2A podcast with me, Mark, and Jules from the Future Toolbox.
2: Hello and welcome.
1: The Z2A is a collection of life skills where we pick a letter and a topic and we share with you a tool of how you can improve your own personal development and life. So what is this week's letter?
2: Oh, this week we have chosen the letter B, which stands for Build Your Own Brand. Build Your
1: Own Brand.
2: Branding yourself, which has got nothing to do with branding like cattles used to be. That's what I always used to think of when you <laughs> talked about branding. used to feel yeah. sorry for them poor animals. Yeah,
1: those poor animals. We're not going to talk about that no. today. Who's joining us today, though?
2: We're excited. <laughs> So today we have got the most amazing, wonderful Sally Wood. Hello! Now, most of you that have been listening to our podcasts in the past will know that Sally is a Executive Director of the Future Toolbox, so she's part of this wonderful team and uh, it's always a pleasure to have you here.
3: Thank you, and it's always exciting to be here.
2: So what have you been up to? Because I haven't actually seen you for a couple of weeks.
3: Oh I've been doing all sorts of things. I may have been to London. I may have collected an award on behalf of the award-winning Future Toolbox. Oh, tell us more, tell yeah. us more. Yeah, so I was uh, I was lucky enough to go to a very prestigious event which was the Family Business of the Year which was held at the Royal College of Physicians at Regent's Park. Very very fancy event and on behalf of the Future Toolbox, I collected the Ones to Watch Awards, so a lot of the family businesses at the awards have been established for five, six generations. There were businesses there that have been established since the 1800s. and little humble future toolbox with just the three of us that's just been going for two years. We won one of the awards for Ones to Watch, so the businesses that the judges really recognized as having true future potential, which was amazing, and it was a wonderful event.
2: Oh, thank you so much for going on our behalf. Now, the reason that you went on our behalf is because it was actually held on Mark's birthday, wasn't it? Yay! (laughs) And we were doing other things, weren't we?
3: (laughs) (laughs) But what was very exciting was when I went to pick up the award and they'd kind of said... We don't want too many long speeches. We've got a lot to get through. And I just said to the guy presenting the award, can I just say a couple of words? And I actually told the room that it was Mark's birthday and he got a huge happy birthday cheer from everybody who was there at the Royal College of Physicians, which was amazing. And when they had drinks in the garden afterwards and lots of people said... Does Mark know about the award? Have you let him know? What's his response? So it was really, really sweet that people were asking about your birthday and the fact that they wanted to make sure you two knew we'd won the award as well, which was really lovely.
2: Oh, a very special day.
1: It was indeed, because Jules arranged a lovely boat trip for my birthday,
0: which uh, we
1: went on a catamaran to a beautiful island on the north coast of Lanzarote called La Graciosa. And it was just such a wonderful day. Came back, had some food with some friends Decided with we needed to go and walk the food off a little bit <laughs> around the coast. And then all of a sudden, Jules went, I wonder if there's any news. And we got the message from you to say we won. So we always say if Carlsberg made birthdays or Yay. in, in Lanswight's case, if Dorada made birthdays. Because <laughs> you can buy Carlsberg there, but they're more famous for Dorada. Other beer. beers
3: are oh. available. Other brands of beer are available. See oh, yes. what I did there? Yes.
1: So I see what you did. I you went,
2: brought wow. this seamlessly back to the letter that we're talking about today, which is building your own brand. Now, when we talk about, say, like personal branding, it's basically the process of creating an identity for yourself as an individual, isn't it? So it's about developing well-defined and a consistent message of your presence. So it's about how you want people to see you.
3: What you want people to say about
1: you when you're not in the room. That's a great way of putting it. Because if you're not in the room and somebody's slating you and talking behind your back, that's maybe not the person you want to be.
2: That's Mm. true. Yeah, so it's about letting your target audience know who you are, I guess, what you stand for. And here's the key thing about why we think branding is really, really good. Why it's worth choosing you over your competitors. So that could be... Anything from going for a job interview, whether you're going for a bid for some work. It could be if you're going for an interview to a college or university place. It's having that brand or something about you that's unique where you stand above your competitors.
1: Yeah, it could even be getting a pay rise in your job as well, couldn't it? Mm. So there's lots and lots of different ways of building brands. Now This is a real cool topic as well because we've actually been working with a few schools recently and doing a lot of building your brand sessions as part of Enterprise Days or Life Beyond School sessions and what have you. And it's really, really good fun because we do some quizzes with the students to talk about branding and what they recognise. So you guys up for my little quiz, my little branding quiz. I love a quiz. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do a quiz. I'm going to read out some branding slogans for you. And I want to see if you can guess what the advert is. So obviously, you both said earlier, just do it, which is Nike. I'm not going to read that one out because you know the answer to that
2: one. That's quite a popular one. And certainly when we talk about it in schools, everybody knows that one. That's one of the first ones they say, isn't it? Yeah.
1: So I'll read it out to you. Our listeners can also join in with this as well because they can see if they can get it before you two can get it. (laughs) So listeners at the ready. No pressure. I'm going to start with a really easy one. So Every Little Helps.
3: I know that one.
2: Is that Sainsbury's? No. No, it's Tesco. (laughs) I always get those ones wrong. Yeah,
1: Sainsbury's going to love you, aren't
2: they? And I'm a big Sainsbury's shopper as well.
1: Okay, complete this one. They should have gone to...
2: (laughs) Specsavers.
1: That's brilliant. And I've got another one here for you. It does exactly what it says on the tin. Ron Seal.
3: Yeah. Oh. Do you remember the Ron
1: Seal man? who used to comb his hair with Ron Seal. <laughs> yeah. uh, what if his bit.
3: name was Mr Ron Mr Seal? Ron Seal. Was
2: it really?
3: I don't no, know. I've that made he... that up. <laughs> it might have been. You had me thinking that. <laughs> right, I've got
1: another one for you here. What's up?
2: Oh, what was that?
3: Budvisor.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh gosh,
2: that was a while back, wasn't oh, it? Wow. It's <laughs> amazing how these things ago. stick in your mind, though, isn't they? Yeah.
1: yeah so these are really, really great <laughs> ones. Oh, give us another one. Uh, we've got another one here. Yeah, maybe she's born with it. Maybelline. Maybe. Maybe
2: yeah. Maybe it's Maybelline.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they're great. Frost
2: Frosties no yes, yes. Yeah, it's Tony
3: the Tiger, Tony isn't the Tiger. Tiger
2: it, it yeah, wasn't yeah. Frosties it was
1: yeah. Frosties and who makes Frosties oh Kellogg's yeah. yeah but it wasn't
2: like Kellogg's I would I would always associate that uh,
1: with it Frosties. was Frosties yeah, yeah Kellogg's Frosties yeah, yeah. I, I mean we could fill a whole podcast with this oh I've I'm got, enjoying this more. yeah it's good more. isn't it okay I'm going to go for one here this might be a little bit more difficult have it your way have
2: it your
1: way yeah I don't Gosh. know this one actually I've just found it at the bottom of the list have and it your way this website that I've googled. Oh, give us brands. a clue! It's
3: got to be something you can personalize. Hasn't okay,
1: it? I'll give you the competition. So this is direct competition. I'm loving it, and there's a little whistle in it. It's really annoying.
2: I'm love. I'm loving it. Now I think I immediately thought. Oh, I'm it- loving it. I thought of Kevin Keegan, Burger King. But that's
1: not right. It is Burger King. Yeah, they say have it your way. Ah. So the competition I'm loving it is. McDonald's, oh, of course, yeah, and uh, another one of their competition. It's finger licking good. That's quite easy, really. Isn't oh, it? is
2: that um, KFC? KFC, oh, yeah. isn't
1: it? And really interestingly, KFC used to be called Kentucky Fried Chicken, wasn't it? Yeah, they actually got made to change the name to KFC because I, I don't know American lawsuit said it was against trade descriptions because the chicken didn't actually come from Kentucky, so they couldn't call it Kentucky Fried Chicken.
3: But I seem to remember, during COVID, when all the hygiene regulations were in, they dropped the finger-licking good (laughs) because they didn't really want people licking the fingers when they were saying, don't touch things, sanitise your hands.
2: interesting. Whether
3: they've brought that back or not, but you always always think of finger-licking good with KFC, don't you? You
2: do.
1: Yeah. Here's one more for you, then. Uh, We've got... Good things come to those who wait. Yeah, you see, this one's stumped you, hasn't it? Yeah.
3: Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. It's one for our Irish friends. It's Guinness. Yeah, yeah Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> but isn't this Am amazing? I getting all the beer
1: ones? Yeah, you're getting all the beer <laughs> ones. Yeah, well done, Sally. What's that <laughs> say about you? But isn't this amazing? Because we know all these brands, and instantly they're recognisable because these companies have spent millions and billions of pounds advertising and getting this word stuck into our head. So I guess if we're, I don't know, like a teenager in school who's looking to build their brand or if we're looking for a pay rise in our job, we need to get stuck in the heads of the people who are going mm. to make the decisions on this and we need to create these brands that are positive. So if we take something like Every Little Helps, which was the first one, Tesco's, Yes. Mm-hmm, Tesco's pride themselves on knocking a few pence off. But there there was always these little brands around putting a little bit of money in your pocket. Every little helps. Every little helps. That could be a a good one. No,
2: isn't that... Do they not use that? I
1: might have just made that up. I Made it up, but uh, if right.
3: Lidl's branding department are listening, Jules is available for
2: hire. Maybe yeah. they can't <laughs> do that because it's too close to. Yeah, I think Tesco's might sue them. Yeah, but I just thought that <laughs> sounded quite good. It does. <laughs> uh, Lidl's, if you do use it, I, you know, I thought of it first. And yeah, just and remember, future it, toolbox.
1: Hey, you heard it here. We have date stamped this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so how do these people? get their brands lodged into the decision-makers' minds.
2: If we sort of go back to the beginning, because it's all very well talking about branding yourself and we're saying why you should do it, but how do you actually begin to develop your own personal brand? How would you do that? Because in my mind, it would start with knowing who you are and what it is that you want to be known Mm. for. And that's why these slogans work. Now, here at the Future Toolbox, we've got our wonderful logo, which is Milo. And he comes to all of our sessions, doesn't he? And we introduce him when we're in front of whether it be teenagers, learners in school, or whether it be with a community group, because he's part of the Future Toolbox. He's part Mm -hmm. part of our brand. And in terms of study, one of our logos is we make revision and study easy and fun that's kind of like one of our slogans and and it's true with everything we do we want to make it easy and fun because that way it's memorable and you learn better for you guys if you've got to think about how to do that what is it that you want to be known for and that's how you start Mm. thinking about your personal brand you know and that's what all these guys have done isn't it yeah
1: yeah i think we need a multi-million pound budget for that we make revision and study easy and fun Because most people look at us and go, how would you do that? mm, It's true. But yes, you're right. So how do these people get known for their good brand? Now, I've got a little story here that we've shared in some of our sessions about how to build a really bad brand. And this was a story that we knew as the one-star Google girl. Heard of Mm. it,
3: but tell me more. This young
1: lady was going for job interviews, and every time she was unsuccessful, she went onto the company's Google page and left them a bad review. And one day she was attending an interview and the interviewer realised that a friend of his had actually talked about this person and he quickly somehow worked out that she was the person that was putting the bad reviews on websites. So he confronted her and found out that she was actually the person and wow. ended the interview there and said, you can go away and leave me a one-star review on Google because I just don't want to employ you. I'll mm. just take the one-star now. In fact, have my computer and do it now if you want. Wow. So it's probably not a good brand to build, is it? I would say not. I'd say that's a pretty bad (laughs) brand to build.
2: But yeah, so if you're thinking about building your own brand, whether it be for you personally or your business, yeah, make sure that it's something that's good.
3: (laughs) I guess the one-star
2: Google girl, I guess the
3: issue is that she wasn't even thinking about building Mm. a brand. She hadn't even thought of the repercussions for her personal brand. She probably didn't even think she'd got one, but that example really shows that she did and it wasn't a great one.
1: Actually, yeah, that's just reminded me of another social media one that was doing the rounds on the internet when I was doing some research for some of our branding programs. And there was a story of a guy in America who'd been offered a job and he went onto to Twitter the day before he started the job and said, I'm going to start this and I'll replace the swear word with very rubbish job tomorrow and put that live on Twitter. And somebody replied straight away to him and said, it's okay, you don't have to worry about starting this very rubbish job tomorrow because I'm your boss and I've just fired you before you started. So (laughs) probably not the smartest move in the world.
2: Probably not the smartest. And a little tip there from the future toolbox. Uh, Careful what you put on social media.
1: Well, this is it. And there's hundreds and hundreds of stories out there where people have got fired for slating their customers or their bosses or whatever. So yeah, don't do it.
2: So the
3: example I've got was, those of us who were around in the 1980s and 1990s, do you remember Ratner's jewellers?
2: I do, I have a... Yeah, vaguely remember
3: that. Yeah, Yeah. but they, they don't exist anymore. They were the biggest jewellery high street chain in the UK. They had hundreds and hundreds of shops and their owner, Gerald Ratner... He was doing a speech at the Royal Albert Hall and he described some of their products as total crap. But it gets better. This is actually a really funny line. They were selling some earrings for 99p in Ratners and he said they're cheaper than a prawn sandwich, but they probably won't last as long, which is (laughs) hilarious. And uh, And the press picked up on this and had an absolute field day. He ended up losing, I think it was over £100 million and all of his 300 shops got shut down. So it was a
2: complete and utter own goal. It was a complete disaster. Wow, that is a story of how to take down your own business. But it just shows you, doesn't it, that your brand, you can build it up but very, very easily by doing something a little bit reckless that you could completely damage everything
3: couldn't you you can lose it all overnight if you're not careful and that's exactly what happened there
1: yeah i think one of the most dangerous ones is the marmite slogan and they said love it or hate it and i think
3: that divisiveness isn't always good is it because uh, if it, you're forcing people to take an extreme position there might be people who are a bit Meh, whatever about it and
2: suddenly they've got to decide to be in the hate it camp Yeah. Although I think it's quite good because I think it makes you talk about it. It's like, well, do you like it? No, I hate it. Or, <laughs> no, I absolutely love it. And, uh, yeah, I think it's quite a good do you know what was really interesting?
3: I spent a month in France and I went to language school. And one of the things that we did was to bring in things from our cultures, different food and drinks for people to try. It turned into chocolate wars because we had lots of Belgian and Swiss people in oh, our class. I love the
1: sound of that. Which
3: chocolate was good. Wars. That's
1: my favourite type of war. But
3: what we did, and for those of you who've listened before, I often mention Matt my partner and he loves food, he loves to cook and he was staying with me in France at the time and we decided we were going to make a kind of English afternoon tea. So Matt and I were there making cucumber sandwiches, cutting the crusts off, I took a great big teapot, we took some milk in, we took some Yorkshire tea bags and Matt said why don't we take, some? we took cake and biscuits and Matt said why don't we take some Marmite and get them to try it and see who loves it and hates it. But they don't have Marmite over in France. They don't have that advertising brand. So nobody had that preconception of loving or hating it. Most people tried Marmite and went, oh, that's all right. It's quite nice. Nobody hated it. Some people loved it. What they absolutely all hated was having tea with milk in. That was the thing that got the Marmite reaction from all my sort of classmates was that's disgusting. I'm not trying that. And people were like, oh, shall I try? Shall I try some tea with milk in? No, you try it first like we would be with Marmite. So it's really interesting when you don't have that preconception of a brand, how different your reaction can be. That's, that's
2: madness. It is, isn't
1: it? Yeah, people get something planted in their mind. and yeah. They'll make yeah. a decision based on that, won't they? Yeah. I've thought of a really good example of how to build a good brand for a person. And George, you'll remember this. We did a workshop for a summer school as part of the NCS a few years ago. And we were talking about brands, jobs, and we were talking about how to turn maybe a really rubbish job that you're doing at the moment into a really good job. And this guy put his hand up and he said that he worked for a garden center. Now, I asked him to rate out of one to 10 how much he enjoyed this job. One being it's the worst thing in the world, 10 being it's the greatest, obviously. And he said zero. (laughs) So I asked him why it was a zero. And he just basically said that a lot of the people that he worked with just gave him all the rubbish jobs because he was Mm. the part-time summer school type worker there. And he was the youngest. And one of the jobs he had to do was basically shovel horse manure Mm. into Mm. people's cars or trucks or whatever. Not literally into the (laughs) car. Put it on your back seat. Yeah. Then we turned it around and flipped it and said, okay, so what have you actually got from the job? What's the best thing? And he said, I actually love working with customers. I like talking to people. So for example, the other day, I was having to put some bags, of very smelly stuff into a trailer on the back of this guy's car. And instead of doing it with attitude, I started talking to him and I was having a conversation with him. And I happened to notice that when he opened his boot, he got loads of VR headsets in there. Now, my passion is VR. I absolutely want to work in that. So I struck up this conversation with him about VR and said, how come you've got so many of these kits in the boot of your car? And the chap told him that he runs his own VR company. Oh, wow. So when the guy had finished putting all the smelly stuff in the back of the car trailer, the chap said to him, do you know what? I think you're a really polite guy and I'm actually looking to hire somebody at the moment. So have you got your number on you and I'll give you a call? And the guy gave him a call and offered him an interview. And this came from his really, really great attitude of building his brand in that very, very short space of time. He was able to secure himself a really good opportunity from a zero out of 10 job.
2: I remember that day and I remember the guy and I hope he's still working there and I hope it's still going really well for him. But that's a really great example of building your brand is also like building your reputation. So it can sort of make or break your career. So it's really, really key, do you think, Sally? I do, I agree. And I think that's
3: something I've learned as I've got older, that being yourself, being authentic and thinking how you want to come across is is really, really important. And uh, I know my sort of personal brand with you guys is everybody needs a Sally. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, that's what made you, that's what you thought when you set up the community interest company and you said, we need some extra help. Your first thought was everybody needs a Sally. And I've clearly created a brand that makes people like you think that's what we want. I'm reliable, I'm hardworking, I know what I'm doing, but I'm fun to work with. So... Everybody needs a Sally's my personal brand.
2: That is yours. I think that's fantastic. And we created that as well. Yay! Yay! We created
1: that brand and we don't want anything for it. So that's fabulous. Everyone needs a Sally. So just to finish up, I'm going to give you three more brands. Okay. Oh, go on okay. then. Here we go. Once you pop, you can't stop. Uh, Pringles. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. It gives you wings. Red Bull. And we've got one more for you here. So there are some things that money can't buy for everything else there is. Mastercard. Oh, oh. I thought you'll never get that one. <laughs> oh, she is
2: finance. Come on, she'll know. It's all about money. No. know that one.
1: <laughs> so a multi-million pound branding budget. That's what we need. If anybody can help us out with the Future Toolbox, please send us some money so we can get out there. We make revision and study easy and fun.
3: We have got a shiny new GoFundMe page. Maybe we should put a link in the comments.
1: That's a very, very good idea, isn't it? That's why everybody needs a Sally. Everybody needs a Sally. So where do they find you?
3: best place to find me is on LinkedIn so I look for Sallywood Consultancy I'm the one with the glasses and the smile.
2: That's a lovely harm the one with the glasses and the smile. What but you,
3: you know you found me. You yeah. know you found me.
1: So thank you again everybody for listening this week. If you want to find out more about us go to our website which is futuretoolbox.co.uk. You can also follow our social media which is on Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. TikTok You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel And we're also on LinkedIn And we're also smiling Because we are
2: We are everywhere
1: So again, (laughs) thank you for joining us Have a fabulous week everybody And we'll see you soon
2: Bye for now
1: See you later
0: Thank you for joining us for the Z2A of Life Skills With Jules and Mark of The Future Toolbox Don't forget to head over to their website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk, where you can find lots of free resources, plus a host of books in the store, as well as subscribing to the membership site. Follow Future Toolbox Instagram, TikTok and Facebook at Future Toolbox and subscribe to their YouTube channel too.